Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me again. Today, I want to talk a little bit about relationship selling. Now, relationship selling, why that topic? Well, I think that topic's appropriate for today because the market is shifting. Now, let's go back before the internet. Before the internet, relationship selling really had a strong foothold in the market. There wasn't a lot of information available, and you really wanted to have a relationship with the salesperson from a specific company, especially if you didn't have the information you needed to make a buying decision. Said another way, let's say, for example, you work in a B2B industry. You wanted to buy, let's say, a $100,000 piece of equipment. Well, you wanted to get to know the salesperson. You wanted to make sure you were talking to a salesperson who had the expertise, was educated, was knowledgeable, was able to impart that information onto you so that you could make a better decision. So before the internet, salespeople were needed because again, we needed to actually transmit information. As salespeople, we need to give information. And you know, back then, before the internet, having a relationship with somebody in the company, somebody to talk to, a point of contact was very important. But now let's fast forward. We have the internet. We have more information at our fingertips than ever before in our careers or history. So in other words, we have a lot of information. And I'm often saying to people, do people really want you know, a relationship or a transaction? And in many cases, in many cases, people today, simply buyers, want a transaction, not a relationship. Now, before you scream at me and say, Victor, relationships are important, you can't deny that relationships matter. I will never deny that a relationship with a buyer or with your customers is important. Of course it is. But no longer are decisions made at the customer level because of a relationship. Think of a B2B scenario, large sales cycle, right? And on average, you have six to seven people involved in a buying decision, which means multiple people are involved in making one decision. Is it possible for a salesperson to have a relationship with seven people? Maybe, but you may be stretching it. What's happening today in the market is that customers are looking for people to help them make buying decisions because now there's so much information available that they're overwhelmed. So what customers are looking for is a relationship in a sense, but more so beyond the relationship. They're looking for somebody who is an expert, who can educate them, who can differentiate products in the market, distinguish between you know one product versus another words, uh, another. In other words, when customers look at and view a product or a sector and say, I see product parity, in other words, everything looks the same, I need a salesperson to help me basically make a buying decision. Tell me what the differences are. Tell me what the subtleties or the nuances of that product are. That's what they're looking for. Now, if you can impart that type of knowledge on a customer, help them make a buying decision, then they're going to want to have a relationship with you. See what I mean here? The relationship is a result of you giving value first, you demonstrating value first. You demonstrated your expertise, your know-how, helping them make a buying decision. That's when they want the relationship. 
We want to surround ourselves with people who know more than we do, who can help us make buying decisions. No longer is it just about, hey, let's get together, let's go play around the golf, here at the end of the 18th hole, sign this purchase order. We can't do that anymore. Today, a relationship follows your ability to position yourself as an expert, a trusted advisor, a partner in the decision-making process, and building that trust because that's what customers want, trust. So let's analyze this a little bit because, again, I, maybe I'm beating this subject to death, but I think it's important that we understand that relationship selling has now taken a back seat to expertise and education first. Relationship selling has taken a back seat to expertise and education first. Now, you could argue, look, if you're going to go buy some cheap item at a retail store, and maybe it's not a big high-value item. Well, yeah, maybe a relationship is all you need. But as the value goes up, as the price of that product or service increases and more is at stake, then beyond the relationship, I want to deal with somebody who knows what they're talking about. I want to work with somebody who can understand my problems, help me solve them, and guide me to the right solution. We want to build trust. Trust is always important. But I believe that trust doesn't come from the relationship itself. Trust comes from demonstrating to your customer value, demonstrating your expertise, how you can help them. And I think if you can help customers, and I know I'm repeating myself, if you can help them make a buying decision, then and only then can you really establish or really establish a long-lasting relationship with customers. Again, if it's a low-value sale, not a lot of stake, then maybe it's all about relationship and a little bit of trust. But as you move up the value ladder and more is at stake when a decision has to be made, buyers don't want a relationship first. They want somebody to help them make them buy a decision so they don't make a mistake. So next time you hear somebody say, relationships are important, of course they are. Nobody will ever deny that relationships are not important. But if you're focused on your soft skills... Do you know what I mean by your soft skills? You know, all those soft skills you're taught about, communicate, show empathy, really connect with buyers, build that rapport. That can only get you so far. What customers want is you to help them make a buying decision, not to make them feel good. So we have to move ourselves out of this, let's be a therapist trying to connect and show a lot of emotional intelligence, which is important. But again, you have to relegate that to being able to educate the buyer, provide them insight, help them make that buying decision, and that's what you should focus on. It's not about relationship selling, it's about intelligence selling. How do you sell your value? How do you become a unique value proposition? Notice what I just said, how do you become the value proposition? How do you become the value proposition? How do you differentiate yourself in the market. See yourself as a brand. See yourself as a competitive advantage. And how do you get that competitive advantage? By understanding the market, understanding the customer, but more importantly, understanding your products. Think of a Venn diagram. If you can understand the customer, you can understand your product, and you can understand what's going on in their market, that is your value differentiator. You, the salesperson, are the differentiator. It has nothing to do with relationship. It has everything to do with understanding the customer, understanding the product, understanding their market. If you can understand that, then a relationship will 
follow. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. I hope you enjoyed my little rant. If not, let me know what you think. Leave your comments below. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Again, I always want to hear back from you. Also, if you haven't checked out the online sales training platform, the Sales Mastery Academy, we keep adding courses. We got some great stuff. We just put up a new program called Sales Compensation Program. How to develop a selling compensation program for your salespeople. Check it out. If you're serious about increasing your sales ability or your team's ability to sell, go to salesmasteryacademy.us. Salesmasteryacademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes, but the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.